guys, today Sammy and I are going to be talking about the bear market and I just wanted to make sure we clarify that this is an entertainment podcast. We may talk about financial things, but it is for entertainment purposes only. This is not financial advice. It does not constitute as financial advice. And uh, you should always talk to lawyers, financial advisors, other people for advice before making any kind of decision. Thanks so much and enjoy this episode. Your hosts are here, Sammy and Michelle. By the end of this podcast, you'll know them well. Adulting, navigating the journey of life. Careers to relationships, pain and strife. Put down the rule book, rethink the status quo. If there's another direction you want to go, find purpose, passion and mastery. All that you do with status post adulting. Hey, status post adulting fam. This is Sammy and Michelle, and you're listening to the 74th episode of Status Post Adulting, where we are talking about the bear market. But first, let me check in with my co-host Michelle. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm good, Sammy. Unfortunately, I did have a bout of credit card fraud recently. Tell me more. Well, I noticed that I was being charged for a Amazon Prime subscription, which doesn't come to my credit card. So I knew that was suspicious. And it had happened for two months. And after checking with everybody in the family, just in case my credit card got used for something else, I had to conclude that somebody had stolen my identity and tried to get an Amazon Prime subscription off of it. That's interesting, Michelle. As you all may recall, I also had a credit card fraud scare earlier this year, which actually turned out to be me forgetting that I lent some money to my mother. And I'm not going to lie, I do feel like maybe your situation is something else that we just haven't figured out yet. But for now, it is fraud and we must treat it that way. Yeah, I would like to specify too that Sammy did this so that she could get points. I would be remiss to mention that my mother did not need money from you. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, she was like, you can charge it on your card so you can get points. Which is great when you have major payments. That being said, I agree with you. It's so weird that somebody would only steal like $16 a month from me. I reached out to Amazon and I was like, hey, like I noticed I'm getting these credit card charges. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is from Amazon, but it's not from your account. But we can't tell you whose account it is for privacy reasons. I don't know why you have to maintain their privacy when they're using your card. Amen. I'm like, excuse Mm -hmm. me. They lost their right to privacy when they needed (laughs) your money to pay for the card, to pay for the account. My card, my info. Okay. Mm hmm. Or I was like, can you just like tell me if it's under my mom's name, which I gave them, or if I should call my credit card company, because I'm trying to figure out if this is fraud. And the person was just like, you should call your credit card company. And I was like, damn, got it. (laughs) But you know what? In April, right before it seems like the first charge happened, I went to this sketchy gas station in Santa Fe. It had nothing to do with the gas station either. It was just that I went to the credit card machine. And because my mom always sends me those videos of people like doing all this crazy crap at the credit card machine, I'm always really like I pull on the little things and whatever. 
And I can't remember what it was, but something to me was like really weird. I think it like wasn't either it wasn't like accepting my card at first or like it didn't take a chip. And I literally got back in the car with my girlfriends and I was like, if my credit card gets hacked, it happened here. And guess what? A month later, next thing you know, I'm getting fraudulent charges. So moral of the story, if it seems shady, it probably is. And also check your credit card statements. It was funny, though, because a woman, you know, when you, when you call Chase, they're, they're very empathetic, I feel like, always. And she's like, oh, my gosh, this is so terrible. She's like, what about these other, all these other Amazon charges? And I was like, no, 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 Those are mine. Just, you, just things are getting <laughs> delivered to the middle of nowhere, California. That's actually where I live. Um, so please let that continue. Otherwise, I will have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, let those come through. <laughs> but yeah, so I had to get a new card and everything. And you know, that sucks. But at least I caught it before anything crazy happened. So reminder, always check your credit card statement. She was very proud of me, this woman at Chase, for catching it. And I am proud of you as well. Thank you, Sammy. How was your week? Oh, it was good. Earlier this week, I had texted Michelle and I was like, people at my work are talking about the bear. Oh, yeah. And I was super excited, Sammy, because I had said that we should talk about the bear market this weekend. Yes. And Michelle was super excited. And she's like, excellent. And then she sent me this emoji of that guy, evil guy from The Simpsons doing the little thing with his hands. Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns. And I could tell by her response that she did not realize I was talking about the literal bear that has been lurking around our town. And I do not know how this bear is doing it. It is like 111 plus degrees out here. And bears are quite furry. In this bear, I saw a video. He is furry, but apparently he is getting spotted left and right. I'm not going to lie to you, Sammy. I still don't believe it. There is no way there's a bear in town. There's One a bear. that we haven't seen. Like, how would we have not seen it? Well, this town is like five s- seconds long. Maybe he's very sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me this is going to be a very punny episode. <laughs> So hope you enjoy bear puns, but that is a true story and convenient timing, really, because we are talking about the bear market today. B-E-A-R, bear market. Yes, Michelle. The reason we're talking about this is because we are currently in a bear market. That's right. If you're listening to this in June 2022, it's official, y'all. It's bear season. Not an actual bear season. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe. Actually, we really don't know anything about if that. If people hunt, if people can legally hunt don't bears, even start. It probably is bear season because bears hibernate in the winter. I don't think the people go killing hibernating bears. Exactly. That's why now is bear season in summer. Mm, okay, see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, whether it's bear season or not, animal wise, <laughs> we are currently in a bear market and. We want to talk about that because there's a lot of things that in a bear market you should kind of be keeping your peepers popped for. And bear markets are often a time of panic and we wanted to make sure that you, our listener, do not panic. Exactly, Sammy. It's a very scary time right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it? So we figured we'd do a quick episode on bear markets because maybe you're wondering... What is it? Should I even care? Does it even relate to me literally at all? And so a bear market, all it means when the market is a bear market, it means that the market has gone down by 20% from a recent high. So I believe the market in the United States, like if you're looking at 
the Dow or the S&P 500, those are down about 20% from the beginning of the year. And thus, we are now in a bear market. And Michelle, macroeconomically, interesting things are going on. For example, inflation is high. Interest rates are going up rapidly. You could say the rapidest they've gone up in a while. Consumer spending, on the other hand, is still high. People still use that moolah. And unemployment is low. You may hear about all the jobs that are available and just not enough employees to fill all those jobs. So it's an interesting time. It's true, Sammy. There's a lot of positive and negative things going on. You could point to any of those things as a reason as to why we are in a bear market. But the biggest thing that this really means is that people's sentiments about the market, which is really what drives the price of stocks, is going down, which is the most important thing because that's what's driving stocks down. Yes. Michelle and I, we're not macroeconomic professors or specialists over here. You know, we are not going to pretend to know why we are in a bear market, but markets are influenced by sentiments. So for whatever reason, people, they're not feeling so great, but we don't want you to be one of those people. And that's why we are talking about the bear market today. Exactly, Sammy. So the most important thing we want to talk about is how this might be affecting you. And first and foremost, we're going to assume that maybe nothing has changed for you. Obviously, you can think of this differently if you're somebody who's recently been laid off, if there are certain things changing within your household or with your income, and then there are a lot of other things to think about as well, which I would even revisit one of our episodes on the down market or about finance basics to get a little bit of a refresher of what you can do to set yourself up for success there. Good point, Michelle. The first thing I thought about as someone who is considering buying a house is the fact that interest rates have gone up. You know, interest rates, they're controlled by the Fed. The Fed increased interest rates because they're trying to limit how much money people are spending, how much money people are borrowing. What that means as far as houses go is that your mortgage interest rate would be high. So that might make it so that less people are really in the mood to buy a house, theoretically. We don't know how long the spare market is going to last. And you all may remember that for like the past decade, house prices have been skyrocketing and buying was kind of a pain. And then on top of that, interest rates dropped last year and a lot of people were buying houses. So if you are someone who is considering buying a house, it may be advantageous to start saving your cash. That way you can put down a big down payment and you wouldn't have to rely so much on a mortgage and you'd be able to invest in a time where a lot of people might not be able to because they don't want to take that high interest mortgage. That's a good point, Sammy. And I would say in general, something to consider is that I think a lot of people are waiting for the housing market to go down. But what interest rates are going to do is even if people's demand for houses goes down, the interest rate is going to make it so that when you purchase a house, your loan is going to be higher over the long run because you're paying more in interest. So definitely weigh that out because I do wonder, and I think a lot of people have this mindset of like, should I buy a house right now? Should I buy a house later? You don't really know because it could all just even out anyway, or something crazy could happen. So I agree with what Sammy says. I think the best way to put yourself in a good position could be to do something along those lines. That's true, Michelle. Everyone's situation is different. If you live in an area where it's just going to be really hard to accumulate that down payment, then 
maybe that doesn't apply to you. I would say too, Sammy, for me, when it comes to what you should do in a bear market, I would say ideally nothing. Keep doing what you're doing. This really shouldn't determine whether or not you make any major changes because ideally you are setting yourself up for success in the long term. So even if the market does go down for a few months or a year or even a couple of years, assuming you're not planning to retire anytime soon, then you should not be making any big changes. This shouldn't affect you. What Michelle is saying is absolutely correct. Dollar cast averaging or just investing a regular amount of money at a regular interval is shown to be a great way to make a ton of money. With that said, some of us like the spice of the bear market. And I'm not going to lie, I'm one of those people. The bear market's happening and it's time for all of us to become millionaires. Because if we can make the right decisions during the bear market, we can really win. This money game, at least. For example, you know, in 2007, the stock market plunged, people got scared, and a lot of people pulled out their money. And maybe if they pulled out their money at the top of the market then, they felt pretty good about themselves. They're like, you know what? Close one. And then maybe even if they pulled out at a low, they thought, well, at least I saved some of my money. The problem is the longest bull market in stock market history began in 2009 and lasted for 11 years. So I hope you put all your bottom dollars back into the market because if not, you missed out on a huge market run and millions of millionaires were made during that market run. And now's our chance. If you're investing for the long term or maybe you're investing for generational wealth, so it may not be money that you're going to use, but maybe your children are going to use or your heirs are going to use, now is the time to invest a lot of money. And that means saving a lot of money. I would say now is not the time to be doing your spendy phase. If you can avoid it, that would be great. Because if you can be as frugal as possible now, you can totally get super rich, hopefully, in the future by investing right now. What Sammy is saying is buy the dip. And I would love to asterisk, asterisk, asterisk that because you may be tempted to put more money in the market right now, aka index funds, not random stocks. Oh yeah, important, important factor. But also be wary that we don't know if we're at the bottom of the market. And it's very likely that we're not. It could be that this bear market could last for years. It could last for an extended amount of time. We don't know. Past performance of the market in the United States history, which is not particularly long, does not indicate anything about the future. And so if you are going to put more money into something like an index fund or into the market or really invest it in general, know that right now we don't know if this is the bottom. You might lose more money before you gain more. And I think that if you have extra cash that you want to put into the market, it should be money that you do not need in the long term. I'm talking years. Don't think, I got an extra dollar today. Let me just throw it in the market because of whatever. Like, no, you should be really strategic. Again, ideally, I think you have a plan in place that you can just keep with consistently. Obviously, it is very attractive to quote unquote buy the dip. 
but people do just as well investing consistently versus trying to buy the dip. And if you buy the dip, understand that the dip could be dip, keep dipping, okay? Like Cardi B says, I dip, you dip, the market dips. Thank you, my sister, Michelle, for rating me in. You know, that some you brought up some excellent points there that I kind of glossed over. One, this is money that you should not even think about using for like 10 years if you're investing it into index funds. Because there have been bear markets that have lasted 10 years in the past. It's possible. So don't invest money that you plan on using anytime soon. Also, super important, we are talking about index funds. Because with index funds, you're investing in the top 500 companies, which is very different than investing in individual stocks. The top 500 companies will always be the top 500 companies. It's not necessarily going to be the same companies that are on that list, but that's going to be changed out by the index fund. You know what's been on a bear market since I bought it? My marijuana stocks. They are not worth a dollar. I've lost about $2,000 on those. I'm not investing more money in it. Honestly, at this point, if it goes up in flames like a doogie, I don't care. But I have no idea whether or not an individual company is going to be successful. All my individual stocks actually right now are in flames. But this is not, we're not recommending that you take a bet and say, oh, I'm buying, I'm buying Amazon on the cheaper, I'm buying Burger King on the cheaper, whatever it is. Those companies could disappear tomorrow. We have a whole episode on how to invest on index funds if you want to learn more about that. But that is definitely a major thing that we want to emphasize. True, Michelle. Individual stocks can actually go down to zero. And so don't be aggressively investing in those. You know, if you want to take a little risk, that's your choice to take risks. But understand that there is a risk in that. And Sammy, if this is not clear, this is not the advice either. Now that it's quote unquote crypto winter. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're also not yes. advising that you go in on cryptocurrency. We have no advice there, except keep in mind that the market has been around for decades. Century? Bitcoin has been around for a decade. One, one and a half, maybe. First off, don't put all your money in anything. Have an emergency fund. Invest wisely. Make sure you have good amount of savings to take care of yourself in case something happens. Because a bear market is a sign that we could be moving into a recession. It could be just, it's a hard time. People are losing their jobs, like things are happening. We don't know when it's going to turn around. And so you do want to make sure that you're also being cautious. Exactly, Michelle. My main point was that really, if possible, try to save more money right now. That's the big takeaway. You can save more money so that you can have more cash. Like personally, after the drop at the beginning of COVID, I've been keeping a lot of cash and it just makes me feel really secure and it makes me less likely to do anything crazy because I know I'm okay. Yeah, you know, Sammy, I was looking at the last few months and because interest rates are going up, I'm actually making more interest on my savings now. It's like a dollar, don't get me wrong. (laughs) But the one place I'm actually making money and making more money than I was six months ago is on my interest in my high yield savings account. Exactly, Michelle. So save up some money. One, so that you can feel secure. Two, so that if something comes up like housing prices dropping and you want to participate, you have the cash to participate, even if interest rates are high. 
And three, just save more money in general. If you save more money that you don't need today and you won't need for the next 10 years and you can invest that money, that is really going to accelerate your path to financial independence. Yeah. Sammy's talking about two versions of saving. One, which is saving cash and putting it into like a high yield savings account or under your mattress. If that's more your style, I don't know. Or saving your money as in taking your money and putting it into an investment. All of that instead of spending money on things that you don't need to spend on. This is a really good time to track your spending. Make sure that your spending is aligning with your values because those things that you're spending on that you did not value before, they are more expensive now. This is, so this is a really great time to have a financial review, make sure that your money is going into places that make you happy, and make sure that you're spending where you want to spend. Exactly, Michelle. If you haven't been tracking your spending, now's the time to start. Make it a game. You know, see if this bear market is where you can spend as little as possible each month. Trust me, it's more fun than it sounds. Yeah, you might find that $30 has been taken out of your account by a random person. I think the biggest thing that I think, Sammy, when I think about the bear market is it's a bad time to take your money out of the market. Mm -hmm. So if you are able to avoid doing that, definitely try to. Because obviously the market is down right now. The phrase is buy low, sell high. And considering that the market has been on a tear for the last decade, if you're selling now, you're going to be selling at a dip. Yes, it might go lower, but ideally it will go up in a few months or a couple of years. Chances are if the economy stays healthy, if we avoid any major black swan event, the economy will bounce up. We can't predict it, but this is definitely not the time to take your money out of the market if you can avoid doing so. Exactly, Michelle. So takeaways from this episode on bear markets. One, be frugal and save a lot of money. Build up your emergency fund and save money that if you don't need for a long term, that you can invest into the stock market and really take advantage of the fact that the prices are cheap right now. Exactly, Sammy. And two, ideally, you can do nothing. If your life hasn't had a major shift, including losing your job, having a baby, some sort of big money impact, then ideally you can avoid making any kind of change. You're investing for the future. You shouldn't have to make any major moves in terms of particularly taking money out of the market. But at the same time, if you're consistently putting money into the market, you shouldn't have to worry too much about trying to capitalize on the quote unquote dip. And three, really the biggest message is do not panic. Don't sell your stocks out of fear. Don't make quick, irrational decisions just because you're scared. Build up the savings account. Keep the padding. You know, don't let your emotions control your actions at this time. Exactly, Sammy. And if you feel yourself panicking or you feel a little bit of anxiety rising up, this is a really good time to review your financial status and say, how much money do I have in an emergency fund? If I did lose my job, what are the things I have in place to keep me safe? Am I comfortable with that amount? Those are all things to think about. You don't necessarily have to try to take your money out of the market before it dips again, because it probably will keep dipping. 
Or by the time this episode comes out, it'll bounce all the way back up and it'll be totally irrelevant. We don't know. Dead cat bounce. (laughs) It probably will bounce a little bit because bear markets do have mini rallies, but you just got to stay calm. And take note of those feelings that you're experiencing. It's easy when we're in a bull market, when the market's tearing upwards, that we have all these ideas like, I just want to invest 100% in stocks, no savings and all these things. And it's easy to get scared then when the market starts dropping and take note of how you're feeling so that once things settle down, you can adjust your investor policy statement or your plan for your finances so that you can maybe do something like build a bigger emergency fund. That's what I did last time the market dropped. Because at the end of the day, there's no perfect asset allocation. There's only the asset allocation that makes you feel comfortable and that makes it so that you won't make irrational decisions. Exactly, Sammy. A lot of people on the interwebs, the YOLO crowd, all of those people, a lot of people in general, when the market was going well, people were wishing for a bear market because they were like, oh, I want to buy when it's low. I can't wait till prices go down again. And then as soon as it happens, they panic. And so it's happening now. And you want to be in the bird cat seat. You want to have the opportunity to invest more money if you want to, or keep doing the same thing. You want to have the luxury of not even looking at the stock market or caring about it because everything in your life is going well. Put yourself in that situation, not the, let me gamble my money because I just think it's going to go up and up and up and up forever because that's not what happens. And we will see you all listeners when we are millionaires in like 10 or 20 years, multimillionaires, super wealthy. Yeah, you know, like eight times millionaires now with inflation being so high. (laughs) (laughs) Sign up for our newsletter. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you're panicking. Hey, send us a stress text. Mm -hmm. Let us know if you're not panicking. We'd love to hear that too. Mm -hmm. And you can find us on Instagram at statuspostadulting. You can email us statuspostadulting at gmail.com. And you can find all our show notes at our website, statuspostadulting.com. And most importantly, be sure to listen next time as we put down the rulebook and we rethink the status quo. Bye!